Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. The Life of St. Philip Neri by Antonio Galonio, section 14, chapter 166. Philip voluntarily resigns the office of provost general. Philip always longed for a quiet life, and in his humility, found it a great burden to govern others. Following the example of St. Francis, the patriarch of friars, he determined to resign the office of provost general. Once he had made up his mind, he summoned those fathers who normally took part in decisions and told them what was on his mind. He begged them to pay no attention to their own preferences, but to consider the good of the entire congregation. For all should submit their will to the common cause. Without delay, they must choose a provost general who could preside over the others, someone stronger than him, both in mind and body. I am old, my fathers, he told them, and worn out. I do not think I can conduct your business properly, and I don't think it fair for me to have to carry this burden any longer. I entreat you, therefore, again and again, choose someone to succeed me in my old age. Set me free from that office, deliver me from responsibilities, so that I can prepare myself for death. He realized that every argument he used to influence the wishes of the fathers to do what he wanted served only to encourage them to resist following his advice. Accordingly, he began to petition Cardinals Augustino Cusano and Federico Borromeo to intercede for him with the fathers so that they might permit him to resign the provostship. Once they understood this, They were glad to undertake that commission for him. On the 30th of June, therefore, the cardinals called together the fathers who had the right to cast a vote and explained to them that Philip really wanted them in earnest to allow him to resign the office of provost because of his advanced age. Then they said, let the congregation choose as provost Cesare Baronio, one of the first of his disciples. For they assured them that the Holy Father, the Pope, would be pleased by that choice, being in agreement with the whole idea, and thinking Baronio should be declared provost general. When he heard this, Baronio began to speak. I object to this very strongly. I cannot talk of this project of our father without grief. However, since he himself is so eager to lay down his burden, and their eminences, the cardinals, have begged us in his name, let the will of the Most High be done. Let the congregation cease to resist his wishes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard 
to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why would Saint Philip want to resign? He was in charge. He had all these men under him. They were willingly putting themselves under his command. Why would he ask to resign? Well, Philip had all these arguments. He felt in the end that he was unable to carry through what was needed in this position of headship, this position of leadership. And Father Galonia, who knew him well, credits it to his humility. Now, a few weeks ago, we spoke about Philip's magnanimity, his great-souledness. How does great-souledness, great-spiritedness, magnanimity fit with humility? Well, humility is based on an awareness of our own weakness. Humility is grounded in truth. And based on our defects, based on our accurate awareness of our own insufficiency, humility makes us want what we should want for ourselves and not want what's beyond what's proper to ourselves. Pride is the sin of wanting something more than we should for ourselves, judging ourselves greater than we are, and therefore wanting, expecting, desiring things that we shouldn't desire for ourselves that are beyond us. Whereas humility grounds us in the truth and makes us recognize our weakness and also makes us recognize how some people are superior to us in some area and not wanting to have more than we should. Well, magnanimity is based on the truth too. Magnanimity is based on our strengths. Magnanimity is based on recognizing what we do have. But Christian magnanimity is based on recognizing what we have as coming from God. That there's things in us, there are gifts within us, that God has given us. And so when we think that we can do something, something great even, that's what magnanimity does. It urges us on, do great things. That's why St. Philip in the end set up this congregation. That's why he accepted being the head of it. That's why he agreed to live there. He was urged on to do great things for the Lord, things that were not beyond him, but based on gifts that God had given him. And so we have to have balance. We have to have a great awareness of what God has given us, which means we need faith. Faith. Faith above all that God has given us, his son, and God has united us to his son in his mystical body, and that God has given us a share in his son's strength and courage and wisdom and love and that we can do all things in Christ who strengthens us. This is what we have to be aware of. It's not our own power on our own. No, 
We go for great things that we can do because God has given us the grace to do it. And then we also are aware of the things that we can't do, like St. Philip tonight. He recognized in all humility that he did not have the bodily strength necessary to continue in this office of head of the oratorians. That there was a daily concern, a daily responsibility, a daily demand, and he just did not think he had it in him any longer to take care of it. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong in being aware of one's limitations. Come, Holy Spirit, help us truly to have humility. Come, Holy Spirit, give us true magnanimity. Help us want to do great things for the Lord according to the graces he's given us. And give us a profound humility to uproot our pride. Humility, which is the foundation of the whole spiritual life. For our religion is based on truth. Knowing the truth about God. Knowing the truth about ourselves. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.